Hello, I'm Beth Carson Wallace, and welcome to Life Changes. The show is dedicated to helping you find your true self, whatever that means to you, so that you can be enthusiastic about what's yet to come. Healing takes hard work, but on the other side of that work, freedom and peace are right there waiting. We can do this together. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Life Changes with Beth. Today, we have a wonderful country music songwriter and singer, Megan Barker. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Life Changes. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you you. so much for joining us today. Um, This is a thrill to have you. I just met Megan recently, and I just was thrilled that she would join us. What would you like to share with us today, Megan? Oh, man, there's all kinds of stuff we could talk about. Uh, Well, thanks for having me. I'm I'm so happy to meet you and spend time with you. And um, the the music industry is not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. No, Um, no. And I've heard you sing and your your magnificence. I've seen some of your videos. They are (laughs) hilarious. And you sing so beautifully. And you are just everywhere singing these days. Can you tell me a little bit about where you are singing yeah. These days. Yeah. Well, I've been singing and playing and writing songs most of my life. Um, I was born in Nashville, but I grew up in Las Vegas, came back to Nashville about six years ago full time. And I'm just I, I sing for my supper and uh, write songs and then, you know, just working toward the big time, they call it. Yeah. And so uh, I'll sing anywhere they'll let me, basically. But I've got some some cool stuff coming up this year. I'm about to go sing in, in Florida and Texas and wherever wow. they'll have me. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Oh, so you're going all over the place. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Oh, good. Well, I know that's a challenge. I know <laughs> that can be challenging. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, what it's like today as far as the challenges that you face? I know yeah. that's a broad question. No. Well, there's so many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's if so you want to if you want to yeah. go broadly or if you want to take it and and, sure. and get specific that's that's up to you as to what what's sure. going what's going on these days well one broad thing i think a lot of people a lot of people in general have anxiety yeah. um and but i think that's something looking back in my childhood i think i had a lot of anxiety um but after my daddy died about six seven eight years ago now my goodness um i started having panic attacks and i didn't know what was happening um and it was a really hard time and you know what it lasted a really long time too and it's really only the last you know two years or so that i I've done a lot of reading and soul searching and listening to podcasts um, where I just felt less alone. And I I feel like I regained control of um, not that I don't ever feel anxiety, but I'm not afraid of it anymore, if that makes sense. So um, that's that's something that I've dealt a lot with. And I've actually shared a lot about it on social media. I try to be vulnerable and and let my my small you know community know that hey, if you feel this way i do too um you know maybe i make one less person feel alone so Megan, <laughs> that's really that's magnificent because that's yes. what i'm trying to do with this exactly. podcast yeah and and you said this was right after your dad died or or was did you yeah. say it was six years oh it was six years ago yeah so it started when he died yeah when when you started having those podcasts so that may makes you 
in your twenties, in your early twenties, mm-hmm. you yeah, started was, having these. Yeah, what, yeah. what did what did a panic attack feel like? Oh Lord. Um. Usually for me, it's uh, tr- like like when you have the flu and you get the chills all yeah. over. Yeah. So it was like very dramatic chills and uh, and just this overwhelming sense of fear, like they say. Um, but it, it, you know what's funny is it it's the symptoms were very like it started out. I was I would wake up in the middle of the night and think I wasn't breathing. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And, and, uh, you know, and then I was worried about every little ache and pain all over my body. And I'd be like, well, what if that's, you know, a tumor or what if, you know, like yeah. crazy, that sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but it was very real up here, especially oh, yeah. Yeah, after watching somebody, you know? Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. It but, would wake uh, you up. It would, I would, I would, wake out of my sleep gasping mm-hmm. and my my boyfriend was like what is wrong with you like breathing is the most natural thing yeah. and it took it but it took me years to be comfortable with that and trust my body and my my mind and um yeah so it's been yeah. a journey so so you would wake you would have these things have how often would you have a panic attack Oh, uh, well, so when my, my daddy died, and obviously that was really, really hard for me to yeah, face. Yeah, you're that grieving. Was, you're grieving. Yes. Yeah. And that was the first big loss in my life. Well, less than a year later, <clears throat> like eight months later, Dave, my my longtime boyfriend, uh, his mother got sick with cancer. <sighs> and so eight months after my daddy died, we were spending every day in the cancer ward with her. And she only lasted four months and then she passed away. And it was so, so both of them, I watched leave this world and we're getting really heavy, but that's okay. You can imagine the trauma that that kind of had on a young girl. Yeah. So, um, so I forget what your question was, but, but that all sparked a lot of anxiety and, and fear. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, one thing that, that I wanted to talk about on any of the podcasts that, that, that that we had was um and it just kind of brings it up yeah is when is it in our lives that we first experience and i mean the big time in our lives when we find out that life can be horrible right (laughs) when is it i mean i I remember mine I, i remember going one specific day going what yeah what yeah and, and it was with the death of my mother and then oh, it sounds like sorry. or not the death the, the the cancer and the sure and then she died and then i went what yeah what the hell is going yeah. on wait a minute this is too much so yeah so it sounds like this might have been that time in your life yeah absolutely would you say absolutely. that this was the time in your life with the beginning with your dad being did, did you say was he diagnosis the the diagnosis of your dad and- um no my dad was a little more complicated but it, it he had had like a he'd had a bad surgery a few mm-hmm. years prior mm-hmm. um malpractice and it, it oh, did no. it it did severe damage to him and he mm-hmm. ended up succumbing to like emphysema and stuff that was caused by the surgery. So anyway, so he had not been well for a long time, but the the death did happen rather quickly. So, yeah. So so you so you have this and and then you're having these panic attacks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tough stuff. That's when life got real, I always say. And in a way, I felt for a long time like I was frozen at that at that age, at that stage of of my life because it was just so hard, you know. Did but, you feel it at the time? Did you feel it at the time? I'm frozen right now. Or did you look back on it and go, I felt frozen? That's interesting. Um I think I felt frozen because I I think I felt like I was always going to feel like that. I was always going to feel uh-huh. afraid and scared and sad and it wasn't going to get better. Mm. Um, and of course, time, you know, happens and we get out and have experiences and, and life does go on. But you were piggybacked with this next horrible Absolutely. experience. Yes. Yeah. So there you, then you there have you to go. Yeah. yeah. So it's a double whammy. For yeah. You. So, I mean, just when I was barely starting to even process that my dad had died and that I'd watched someone die, you know, I, the same thing happened with her. So it it was, it was very, very hard time <laughs> for sure. So, so, so that I, I talk about um, one thing and, and this kind of illuminates that, that, that we have many selves, that we have mm-hmm. our many, many selves and mm-hmm. you had yourself up into that point. Mm-hmm. And then that cell got frozen Mm-hmm. And, and then that self got frozen in time, and then you moved on. You you, you yeah. got through it, and you moved on to the new self. Yeah. So that self is still there, that yeah. self before that. And so you, you, you kind of it's hard to find that self to move in to move in with your new self. Yeah. So that's one thing we struggle with is finding that self that was twenty two before all that happened and yeah. pulling her up. Right. Be with yourself now that still suffers from the repercussions of all that. That still, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever things that that you carry, what whether it's addictions, whether it's just things that you carry, might have something to do with what happened then. But anyway, absolutely. That, that that's another podcast. <laughs> but, but anyway, let's move forward. Let's go back to to um yeah. to Megan the singer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to today. So yeah. tell us more about what's going on with you today and the singing. And tell us about the joyous parts of your singing and, and what you're doing and what what excites you. Well, the, the beautiful part of, of going through hard times is the yeah. inspiration. And, yeah. and so I, I will say as hard and dark as some of those times were, you know, it's, it makes you a really well-rounded person, um, very empathetic person. And, uh, it's great for songwriting. So, uh, um, I write songs every day. I write songs for me as an artist. I write songs for other artists. Uh, I haven't Ah. had any huge, huge hit songs yet, but man, we're cooking, we're cooking. And I, I believe it. I can see it. Um, and man, the, the, I love writing songs. My daddy was a songwriter and he wrote Ah. songs till the day he died. He wrote songs. So, um, I know I will too, but the thing that brings me the most joy is just playing live music for people. I mean, even I just played uh, down on Broadway here in Nashville the other day, and it wow. is a, it is a grind. But I tell you what, I I feel alive. I love playing music. So, um, especially when I get to play with other musicians and we are jamming together, that is just the best feeling. So I. Uh, I just get so much joy out of music. It is the true love of my life. Wish you could sing for us today. Is that appropriate? (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't we hear a glimpse from Megan right now? Those folks lined up for hours, stood out in the freezing cold. 
Just to watch some band they heard on the radio Bought a ticket with their hard-earned dollars That they worked for all week long Because of a song We're bulletproof for just a minute We lose our minds, get caught up in it Megan, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. So let's talk, Megan, about um, how you built this business. How did it start? Yeah. How, did it, how did you get started? Well, my parents were in music, so I did kind of grow up around it. I kind of had an understanding a little bit more than I think most people of how things generally work. Um I like I said I was born in Nashville, but I I moved to Las Vegas when I was nine when my parents got divorced. So as a teenager started playing music on the strip of Las Vegas. It was crazy, crazy experience. And then how, did, how was that? Tell me about that a little bit. Oh man. On the strip. On the strip, yeah. I, I was hired to play music for people and it was the best training wheels you could ask for. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I've got some stories. I, I had a, a crazy drunk guy try to kiss me one time, and I was like a teenager, and my mama had to step in. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had a gig where I had to play with armed guards next to me because it's so crazy down there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, yeah. you know, there were awful, awful yeah. shows that you yeah. learned from. But anyway, so okay. I started coming, coming back and forth to Nashville, writing songs, meeting people. And once you get here full-time, Uh, you know, you write songs and you, you try to meet people and get meetings. And I've had some really interesting meetings. Uh, you know, I, I had a guy fall asleep on me in his chair while he was listening to my songs. Um, I've been told to lose weight and straighten my teeth. And I'm just, it's, it's a, you gotta have thick skin and I've heard all my life and it's true. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if you, if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you have to say and what you have to offer, uh, nobody can can get in the way. You know, nobody's going to stop you if you're determined. So, yeah, yeah. What would you like to, if you could talk about exactly what you wanted to talk about mm-hmm. in, in not only building a business because anybody can talk about building a business, but the um, the heart of mm-hmm. of, of you in this business. I, you've mentioned several times. I just love it. I just, I love writing mm-hmm. the music. I love just, just the heart of you in writing the songs. And I've listened yeah. to your songs and I hear the heart. Mm-hmm. I do. And I hear the heart when you sing, not mm-hmm. only in the words and the lyrics, but in you, in your voice mm-hmm. and in your soul. Mm-hmm. I do, Megan. I appreciate and, that. And I do. I do. And it's not only beautiful, but it's, it's, it's just soulful. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, like I said, stuff comes from real life experiences, and that's not to say that all of my lyrics are autobiographical. No, but no. I'm a story. I'm a storyteller. You know, it's somebody's story. But I think the heart of everything I do in music and outside of music, Miss Beth, is determination. I 
do not quit maybe to a fault i should probably talk to a, a therapist about <laughs> well i am talking to a therapist <laughs> well but, i'm not a therapist but, no. but well <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. with insight somebody yeah. with more insight than me yeah. but um but yeah i mean just to to a fault maybe even sometimes i do not quit i do not take no for an answer so there's a lot of stigma in country music <clears throat> where when i was a teenager it was really popular taylor swift had just come on the scene and there were a lot of young girls getting record deals so you know i cried on my 19th birthday because i thought i had been, i was too old and i just have have carried in that crazy that's crazy that, now that i'm much older i'm like oh my gosh i really wish i hadn't cried on my 19th birthday it's so stupid but there is there was such a stigma for a while about women and their ages in country yeah. music and i think it's coming around now there's so many more women that are uh are women and they have life experience yeah. and stuff to sing about who has barely anything to sing about when they're 19 you know yeah. <laughs> you, haven't lived yet. You, you, you wouldn't believe it yeah that's right that's right yeah. so um i'm really excited and and hope to be part of a new conversation um and and maybe be Maybe I'm paving the way for another woman, you know, a few yeah. years behind me. And so yeah. I, I try to remember that when it gets hard because there's a lot of, of stigma with women in and their age in this music industry. <laughs> already, already. And you're so young. You know, I, I, I see you as so young and and so much. I see you as having so much time to sell to, to get to the to the part of life where there's going to be yeah. so much to tell. That's right. That's right. There's so much more for you to tell. And yeah. boy, I yeah. can't wait to hear you tell it. <laughs> Me too. I mean, man, I can't wait for you to get into your thirties and forties and real and tell it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and tell it what, why would there be a cap on why country would music? There, that's right. And, and, you know, I understand that it is a business. I do. And that if you want to be on radio and appeal to the masses, that there is a certain formula that they found works to sell records. But I also think that people are hungry for, you know, when I was little, my mama used to put on, I listened to a lot of country music, obviously, but my mama listened to what she grew up listening to, which was James Taylor and Carol King, these incredible stories. Nobody cared how old they were. No. No. Nobody cared. They cared about the music. And I, I I hope and pray that we are coming to a time where that is what matters. So well, you yeah. gotta take us there. I'm trying, Mama. But you you, you gotta take us there because I'm part of that generation. I am oh, that man. generation. And and if anybody can do it, Megan, you can because I don't know how we got stuck here. <laughs> well, and you know what's funny, Miss Beth, is there is so much good music out there. It's just harder to find because everybody can put a song on Spotify now. And yeah. if you don't have a lot of money behind you, it's not going to be on radio. It's not going to be on the big playlists on Spotify. If you're not doing a little dance on TikTok, it's hard to get something heard and seen, right? And no offense to TikTok. I love it. But it's just there's more than one way to do something. And yeah. uh, it, it's hard to get your music heard. But again, just don't quit well, and you will find a way. Well, we need some pioneers. That's you right. Know, hey, man. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that? I mean, how can you become that pioneer? How does that well, happen? I don't know. I mean, I, I wake up every day and I just try to write good music. And, and you know, the music industry 
my understanding is it relies on connections and uh you know they say when you move to town you've got to find your mentor and your believer well I found a lot of people tell me how great I am and that's yeah. wonderful. I'm I'm so blessed, but it has been hard to find anyone who would take action on my behalf, which is like a, a mentor, a true believer. So, you know, you got to be your own for a little bit and yeah. then hopefully you just, you carry yourself well, you make good relationships and eventually someone's going to say, Hey, you got to hear this girl. You know, someone's going to pick up the phone and call so-and-so and be like, Hey, have you heard this girl? Well, from you know, what I've heard about you, you're you're good at making those connections. I'm trying. Well, I've heard it from a real good producer, <laughs> and and a real good producer. He's not that good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. well, well, maybe he can connect. Either do it or connect you with the right person in that arena. You do have some wonderful connections like Rob, mm-hmm. Rob Galbraith, who yeah. is a producer of Ronnie Millsap, and he's a very accomplished producer yeah. in Nashville and the country. Well, he's he's been very good to me. He's very sweet, and he is one of my true believers, and I'm eternally grateful for what he's done for me already. Introducing me to you. Is but, oh, well, and introducing me to you. You know, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, I think um, – uh, Megan, I'll speak for Megan. She does have the ability to connect like nobody's business. And so um, I feel like she that she can get connected in the right way to pioneer. I appreciate the word pioneer. That's great. How about you tell us about your new song, Megan? It's called Cowboy. It's called Cowboys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I wrote this song with a couple of friends of mine. And we had a, a a producer that I had never met do the demo, and it turned out so cool. We said, "You guys, let's just make this. Let's just make this a record. Let's just all you know. The difference between a demo and a and a, a record is is really just a few steps if it's a good demo. So anyway, we uh, just came up with this really cool song, and it is a little bit different for me. Um, but I'm just so excited about it, and I always want to push boundaries and and you know. Just share what I'm excited about. So um, I really hope you guys like it. It's a, it's a fun little song about how cowboys just don't grow up. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. Yeehaw. Everybody get comfortable and get ready to listen to Megan Barker in a song called Cowboys. Pearl snaps and buckles. Levi's and stubble. Little rough and tumble. Wild turkey doubles. Don't look like trouble. He'll sweep you off the sawdust To step until you're caught up His hands on your hips Smoke on his lips Gonna make you born in But chasing spurs Will only get you Sunsets to one day 
Hi, that was Megan Barker. Thank you so much for listening today. I'll look for your emails at bcwlifechanges at gmail.com. Thanks again for coming and have a wonderful day.